Ihr hört UV-Funk. I suppose the first music I did was very much concerned with process and with constructing machines, conceptual machines of some kind, that produced music as their output. And there was a very strong feeling at that time that the machine, the process, was the only important thing, and that one didn't ever use taste to evaluate the output. In fact, taste was a very bad word. Well, I found out that I did make a lot of choices on the basis of taste, and so I, I liked the conceptual structure of avant-garde music, but I liked the results of pop music. Can you actually define the areas in which your taste works? When I um, first started recording, I didn't have the background of a musician. And in fact, it was only because of the recording studio and because of the technology that existed there that I was ever able to become a musician of any kind, or to call myself that. I'm still not a musician in the usual sense. But the recording studio allows you to become a painter with sound. That's really what you do in a studio. You make pictures with sound. And there are many other ways of doing this than the traditional one of sitting and playing an instrument in front of a microphone. Making records was quite a different way of composing from the techniques that we'd been used to in the past. This is a little bit different from the old idea of presenting a record of a performance. I want to separate music off from that performance aspect or at least not reinforce the, the conjunction of those two things. It doesn't even have to relate to playing. Actually, a lot of the music I've done, you can't imagine a performance of it. You can't imagine that it's particularly made by human beings. recording or if you think of music as it was in say the turn of the century a composer had a finite set of instruments each of which had a finite range of sounds and from those materials he constructed his music the area of sound texture or timbre was actually quite defined and limited well since electronics it isn't you know every day there are new instruments made and those new instruments create colors, sound colors, that just didn't exist yesterday, you know. So this question of sound color has become a big focus of compositional attention. And it's the thing that classical musicologists always miss about pop music. They look at pop music and they say, well, it's the same chords, we've heard all these chords before, we've heard these structures, we've heard these rhythms. What's new about it? Well, what's new about it is that it works with sound color in a way that classical music never could and never has done.
Without entertaining another thought 